Welcome to Pressing In, the podcast where we press into the Word and the Heart of God and seek a glimpse of His perspective. I'm your host, Jamie DeSilvia. I'm a Christian speaker and the author of two devotional books that are unlike anything you've read before. Check out my website, jamiedesilvia.com, to learn more about my books. I am passionate about connecting women to the heart of God with biblical insight, authenticity, and grace. And now it's time for us to start pressing in. Hey friends, today we are going to hover over and lean into parts of Isaiah chapter 55, specifically verses 1 through 3 and 8 through 9. I want to talk for a minute about Isaiah's writing style. You know, he is a an Old Testament prophet. Some of his passages are the most beautiful poetic imagery of the entire Bible. And some of his prophetic warnings are some of the most fierce and direct. Reading through Isaiah might feel like a pendulum swinging um, from grace to wrath and back to grace again. And for me, the phrase tough love comes to mind. Isaiah is not afraid to speak the truth that God's put on his heart, but he is also um, just so gifted at communicating God's love and his mercy. Uh, This book, Isaiah, you know, contains many prophetic images of Jesus as the suffering Messiah. And um, it is one of my favorites. Now, the Lord put chapter 55 on my heart this week. And when I initially turned there, I remembered that many of the verses in this passage present directly from the Lord's point of view. And you've probably already guessed by listening to my podcast that I love a verse that's written in God's voice. Now, the verses that we're pressing in today are, they're just rich with invitation. In this passage, God stands poised with his arms, both open wide and full of the provision that we need. And we are very much reminded that everything we need is found in the Lord's presence with him. I'm going to read the first couple verses from chapter 55. Come, all you who are thirsty, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on things that don't satisfy. Listen, listen to me and eat what is good and your soul will delight in the richest affair. Some of these things remind me of Jesus's words, you know. Um, He said, come. And he talked a lot about bread and he 
recognized, Jesus did, that we are all born thirsty, we're born hungry for love, we're born longing for purpose and meaning in this world. And the evidence of this is overwhelming. I mean, you and I both know we can't make it alone without the Lord and without others. We see in the world um, and in ourselves, you know, people spend their days trying to fill the hunger and thirst that God planted in us from the beginning. And in this world, there are many things that promise meaning and satisfaction, but you know, those things never last. And God is the only one who can truly satisfy our thirst and fulfill those longings that we have. Now, it's no coincidence that Jesus called himself the bread of life and offered living water to those he came in contact with. I love that he used simple everyday images to communicate to us. We cannot live without bread and water. And our needs serve as a magnet to draw us to God over and over again. Now, when we come to God, Isaiah reveals, you know, that we are bankrupt. You know, we have no money, no spiritual currency to trade with God to have our needs met. Um, and yet having nothing, we are able to receive what we need. The images from the verses talk about water, milk, wine, bread, and of course those represent the things we need both spiritually and physically and emotionally. Going back to Isaiah 55, in verse 3, God says, Give ear and come to me. Hear me that your soul may live. I thought such an interesting correlation there between hearing God and having our souls live and thrive. A direct connection there between hearing God and living fully. And I'm reminded of what Jesus said in Matthew 4, 4, um, he said, you know, man shall not live on bread alone, but we live by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And so we're at that uh, question of, you know, why is it so important to hear from God directly? You know, the world uh, laughs at that notion of being able to hear from God directly, but we know that when we press in, God communicates Back to Isaiah 55 again now, verses, I'm going to jump to verses 8 and 9. God says, my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. And we know, you know, our thoughts are limited by our earthly and one-sided perspective. But God's thoughts are limitless because of his omnipresence. So he can see things from all sides. He can see things um, from all time, the before, the during, the after. He knows us thoroughly better than we know ourselves. And he knows every person that we are doing life with 
He knows them and their hearts. There is nothing that's hidden from him. There is nothing he can't see and understand. So naturally, we need that perspective. Not that he's going to tell us everything, right? I know that to be true. I'm, I'm one of those people that likes to know all the things and I don't get to know all the things. And that's okay. I can, I can trust God who sees all the things and he will show me what I need to see because I can only see what's in front of me, right? I'm not even aware most of the time of my blind spots and what I'm missing. I can't see how right now connects to the future exactly. I can't know what other people's motives and thoughts are. Um, or what other people's agendas are. So we really need to rely on God's ability to see and know all these things and show us what we need to know. Now, unfortunately, I have spent a good part of my Christian life interpreting God's words in the Bible and even things I thought he was communicating to me. I've interpreted those through my own filters and my own perspective. And so for many years, I did a lot of assuming what God meant when he said something in particular and or why he said certain things. I naturally filled in the blanks with my own limited understanding. And often I interpreted everything of course, from a very self-centered perspective, but also from a very shame-centered perspective. Um, a lot of times I perceived things in the Bible as a command or an expectation that I should perform. Even if it wasn't written in a command um, type of sentence, I still interpreted it that way. And it's no wonder that I found myself spiritually burnt out so much of the time because most of what I read and heard from God came through as a command, an expectation, a disappointment in me. And so here, for example, was second nature for me to look at these verses in Isaiah 55 and hear them as commands or criticisms, like uh, going back to the first couple verses. Jamie, why don't you come to me when you're thirsty? Why are you always trying to spend money on things that don't satisfy? Why don't you listen to me? Your thoughts and your ways are nothing like mine. You are a hot mess. That is often how I would interpret these verses. And God bless you if that's not your perspective. But maybe there's a few of you out there that can relate to what I'm saying. Now, when I look at these verses, the Lord's done a lot of healing in me and a lot of changing of my perspective and my filters through which I read the Bible. I can see clearly today that these verses in Isaiah 55 are an invitation from a loving father to his child. So we're going to slow down for a minute and I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to speak a word to each of us today. As I read Isaiah 55, verses one through three and eight and nine. I'm going to read them kind of loosely and I'm going to kind of ad lib as I go here this first time. And I'm just going to say, Holy Spirit, just open up this word so that we can understand more of the Father's perspective. Yes, Lord. Come, 
all you who are thirsty, those of you who feel worn out, dried out, unsatisfied, come to the waters. You're feeling brittle or weak or fragile because of your unsatisfied thirst. And you who have no money, you feel maybe empty, you feel poor and needy, feel unworthy or undeserving of what I have to offer. What I have to offer, come and receive from my hand. Come, buy wine and milk, no money needed, no cost, just bring yourself. Don't have to perform for it. You don't have to qualify for it. You don't have to bring anything to trade. Just come. I know you've been spending time and energy and money on things that are not the bread of life and not living water. And that's okay. You've been working hard for things that don't really satisfy. You've been trying to fix things yourself and that's okay. Just come today, come now. Press in, listen, listen to my voice and come eat and enjoy what is good. And I will be sure that your soul delights and what I have to share. Bend your ear toward me, come to me, lean in, and hear my voice so that your soul may live and thrive. I have made an everlasting covenant with you because of my faithful love that I promised to David and that my son guaranteed on the cross. You need me, for my thoughts are not like your thoughts. My ways are not like your ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. My thoughts higher than your thoughts, because I dwell above the mess, above the pain, above the heartache. And from my perspective, I can see clearly, I can see what's needed. I can see all of you and I know what is best for you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Open our hearts and minds to receive from you, Lord. I'm going to close here with the verses I read. I'm going to read them to you again, um, but this time from the message, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to ad lib any of it. This is just straight up scripture from the message. If you are thirsty, come here. Come, 
there's water for all. Whoever is poor and penniless can still come and buy the food that I have. There's no cost. So here, have some food, hearty and delicious, and beverages, pure and good. I don't understand why you spend your money for things that don't nourish or that you work so hard for what leaves you empty. Attend to me and eat what is good. Enjoy the richest, most delectable of things. Listen closely and come even closer still. My words will give life. For I will make a covenant with you that cannot be broken, a promise of my enduring presence and support like I gave to David. My intentions are not always yours, and I, I don't go about things as you do. My thoughts and my ways are above and beyond you, just as heaven is far from your reach here on earth. Take a minute, respond to the Lord, and we'll catch you next time, pressing into another passage of scripture. Thanks for listening to Pressing In with Jamie DeSilvia. If you've been encouraged by this podcast episode, please leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Visit jamiedesilvia.com to check out my books and do come chat with me on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook.